Hey everybody, what's up, what's up? Terry Hansen here, Nathan Hawks here, host of the Marketing of the Minds podcast. Welcome back, it's great to have you with us once again. Today's kind of a special episode, Nate, I'm pretty excited. We've got uh, kind of part one of a two-part series on, on really what, um, uh, what experience over the last 14 years has taught some of the vital lessons that have been learned um, in doing digital marketing uh, over the last 14 years versus what knowledge can just just get you. And so excited to hear some stories and uh, kind of do some problem solving. We're going to be talking a little bit about some of the common situations and challenges that pop up when business owners and marketers are working hard doing uh, marketing and promoting their businesses and some of the things that they run into. So anyway, good. how are you feeling today? Such a good day. <laughs> Is it a good day? Such a good day. Well, glad to hear. I'm a little grumpy myself. I broke my glasses this morning. That's not, frustrating. I don't know if you can tell, but I super glued them back together. I can see the glue mark. Can you, I was going <laughs> to put some big scotch tape around the center to look like a true nerd. But uh, anyway, you, super you could glue, pull it off. You could. Super glue I can help out. you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, you can help me tape my glasses up. You'll uh, kick my pocket protector down the, down the hallway, too. And, yeah, nice. <laughs> well, so uh, let's jump in. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, I, think, I think a lot of the stories that, uh, and experiences that you had, I think if, they'll, I think, I think if anything, they can help uh, business owners and marketers really kind of set their attitude, their perspective, their, their mindset correct when they're going about digital marketing generally uh, speaking. One of the things that I, I, I know business owners are, are all over and really interested in is is really how to work smarter, not just harder. Everybody's working hard on social media or paid advertising or using influencers or doing working with the search engines or email. Or but have you over the fourteen years that you've been working hard in this industry, have you run into some strategies to help uh, or that you'd recommend to help uh, business owners work smarter in their digital marketing, just not 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 just harder. Absolutely. So what oh, yeah, are your thoughts? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, it, there are things that you try. And I wouldn't say that, that it's because we're like, oh, well, here, let's just throw this at it and see what happens. It's not that kind of mindset. It's more along the lines of, here's kind of like a, a segmented piece of what it is we want to accomplish. Let's see what we can do to focus on that segmented piece and see what happens. See what and then works. if it works then that's a recipe that you can sort of duplicate and try again and modify and maybe do a little better the next time. And it seems like that's what you do a lot in digital marketing is mm -hmm. modify what you know that's working and figure out how to do it better the next time. Mm, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so one of, the, one of the questions that I know oftentimes comes up is, is, is business owners want their marketing to be multidimensional, meaning they do one thing, but it can be used in multiple different ways. Any examples or experiences that come to mind that might help give us a tangible example of how to do that? You know, I've got, um, I, have, I think I have a brief story about uh, a client that we had in California. They're a, uh, a blind and shutter installer. Okay. And uh, I, I do want to preface, preference any of this with something really important. Sometimes clients or companies already have an idea of what they want to do. And sometimes that's correct. A lot of times it's not. 
needs a little bit of an adjustment. Yes, an adjustment. And maybe mm -hmm. they're on the right path with just a couple of things that need to be clarified. But I want to say that if you're looking to improve your marketing strategy, you kind of have to come back to the basics. Yeah. And, and I would ask yourself a couple of questions. Um, what is it that we are really trying to accomplish? What, what is it that we really want? Uh, a lot of times, and I can't remember if I've told this bit on the podcast before or not, but people will call me and say, I need better rankings. And I ask them, okay, so let's say that we rank better for a handful of keywords. Is that the end result? Is that what we want? What is it that we're hoping will happen? Yes. And, I, and I'm saying, take it further. Ask, is that the end? Is that the end? Is that the end? The end result almost always comes to one pinnacle peak, and that is to help uh, grow revenue. But I wouldn't even say just grow revenue. I would say improve the efficiency or the way that you grow the revenue, not just grow the revenue, because you don't want to grow revenue and grow your expenses at a faster rate. Right. Right. So there are better ways to do it. Um, so what does it really want to accomplish? What does success look like? And if you can really answer that question, then what ends up happening is you can say, well, here's where we are now. Here's where we want to be. And here's what steps in reverse engineering those steps need to be. And here's what, you know, uh, we have to accomplish this step first and then this step and then this exactly. step. And you just yep. work on one step at a time, yep. right? The it, I know it's common everywhere else, but we talk about it in digital marketing all the time is how do you eat an elephant one bite, one at, bite a time. at a time right yep right. so eventually you'll eat the whole elephant it will take some time but eventually you'll get there you don't want to focus on just oh my gosh it's such a big elephant i don't know if i can do this it's just get started do little little bits at a time so you're talking about this california company. correct what uh what, what, what were what were your thoughts there so with this with this local um blind and shutter installer they really have a desire to increase their uh, brand awareness in their local market. And uh, ultimately, they don't do a lot of services, but they will sell their blinds and shutters, and then they will install them. And they guarantee their install, but there's a whole bunch of companies that do that. It's not. It's a pretty competitive market. Sure. They, uh, I would say that the area they're in, in California, there are a whole bunch of towns, and they say they've got a 50 to 75 mile radius for their primary installations. I'm sure if somebody 200 miles away had a big enough order, I'm sure they'd make the trip. But, <laughs> but um, they, uh, we, we discovered that they had come from another agency and uh, they were making some marginal increases, but really not very fast. We uh, found that we just weren't segmenting and we weren't, or they weren't, I shouldn't say we, weren't segmenting their market or segmenting their services or the types of applications well enough. We discovered that people, uh, when they hit their website to, um, to interact and learn more about what they have to offer and what their options were, et cetera, would respond better when they talked about the specifics of their little town. And they even took it a step further. They helped us to say, in these little towns, here are typical styles of either some blinds or some shutters that would go here. I don't know. I'm not a fashion person. Right, you, right. you can tell. But they knew that. But they, they knew they, that certain they neighborhoods. Recommendations for certain neighborhoods and yeah. certain cities. Yep. Hey, in this neighborhood, we know that it's, we've sold lots of these kinds of blinds. Here's the general look and feel. They had a, uh, a designer uh, working in their company. And so when we started segmenting their information to specific 
towns and or big neighborhoods in these towns and talking about here's what has typically happened, here are the styles of homes, here's some real general information. I don't even know if people responded well to the fact that it was just specific location uh, or even that they read the whole information on the page more than they were just saying, I can see that these guys service Local, where I'm at yeah, this city. very specifically. Gotcha. And um, as, as we started creating specifics about the services, specifics about the, about the products and the installation, um, it worked out really well. And so going from a general strategy to being more focused on specific locations, locations mm -hmm. and, and styles, et cetera, um, dramatically increased without increasing their traffic, dramatically increased their conversion rate. Mm. And we found their conversion rate after we built out say 14 or so, if I remember right, okay. of these location and service pages for them, that their conversion rate went up by 400%. And, uh, and then we were able to make better use because they were not only running SEO campaign with us, but also a pay-per-click campaign through Google Ads, that their uh, you cost, use those same pages. We used for the same pages SEO for as both well as PPC. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, we did, and uh, it worked like a charm. Mm, now I'm awesome. not saying that's how it's always going to be. We don't set it and forget it. We're always looking at how we can do better. But um, but it was interesting how when we changed the mindset from doing this just generalized certain area in California to, to specific areas in California, gotcha. how much that helped. So lesson learned in terms of working smarter uh, versus harder and uh, having more of a multi-dimensional approach is if you're going to be building pages on your website, make them very geographically targeted, but also keep different um, marketing channels in mind, whether it's, whether it's paid ads, whether it's search engine optimization, make, make that one page useful for for different traffic sources that sure kind of thing? okay yeah. awesome awesome well that's very helpful that's awesome very good um i know another uh couple of things that, that experience might teach you has to do with uh, when you know oftentimes in marketing it's not uncommon for the things that we do not to work and that's where iteration and practice and a b testing and just trial and error come into play but do you have any experiences uh, over the last decade or so that would help, that would, that would, I guess, teach or show or demonstrate what kind of mindset or attitude or perspective we need to have as we're working hard to fix some of the errors that might be, we might be experiencing in marketing and when we might ex expect to see those results? What, where does our brains need to be on that? It, it's... This topic is one of the toughest ones for me, and personality-wise, I'm super impatient. That's just me. I'm just like I do something, and I just I want to see the results. Exactly. Right? You're not. I want. I go to the gym for 20 minutes, and I'm ready to see my muscles bulging. It's <laughs> not going to happen. But um, but no, I I am really impatient, and so the hardest part with me on almost any type of campaign you run is it's you just can't expect that they're going to go viral. It's just not an expectation that you can set. You can't really successfully always predict what are viral campaigns or what aren't. We've had them go viral before, but it wasn't the what we thought would happen. Right. Right? Uh, but it did, and we were happy for it. Uh, I would say that you have to remember when it comes to marketing, and this is the, I want to say, one of the biggest battles that we face with our clients 
is just getting them to give it a shot long enough that they see the results. Oftentimes people are like me and they're a little impatient. Right. And so they go a couple of months down the road and they're excited to, Hey, I've spent all this money. I'm ready to see these results and they may not be there yet. As good as anybody could be at marketing, it's just not an expectation you can always set. Well, the frustrating thing is, is so much about the search engines we don't control. We can influence, we can do a lot of the right things, but at the end of the day, we're, we're not in control of the internet. We're not in control of the search engines. There are other gods out there that, that are. And, well, and it's um, not just the search engines, Terry. I think that social media works that same way. Yep. It's funny that the longer we run paid ad campaigns, the better we are at them for a specific client. And even if we have two clients in the same industry, in the same, all things mostly equal, we'll learn different lessons with each one. Every time, the longer that we're doing stuff, and, it, and one lesson may not apply equally across to everybody else in the same industry. There's some things, but, but um, not just search engines. It's really in everything. If you're doing email marketing, if you're doing paid search, if you're doing paid ads in, in the social channels, if you're doing SEO, almost nothing is quick. Uh, look, even in pay-per-click, I know that I get this argument all the time. Hey, in pay-per-click, we should be able to know what's going on in like two weeks, right? Like we can mm -hmm. see that it's working or not working. Right. And I would argue that even with historical data and really well-managed campaigns that we've taken over, it still takes... 90 days for us to get to a high enough efficiency mark that we're really having an impactful change in efficiency or increase in conversions. And sometimes it's just little small things. Everything we do in marketing is data collection. And then you make decisions based off that data. How long does it take to collect that data is really going to determine how long it takes to know how long it's going to take. <laughs> right, right. No, that's, that makes good sense. That makes good sense. Well, so ultimately when we, we've got a, it sounds like our attitude and mindset has to be number one when we are managing marketing campaigns of any flavor. We are look, collecting data. We're looking at data. We're making decisions. We're trying to fix holes, fix gaps, make the numbers go up, make certain numbers go down. And as we're doing that, our expectations about when we should start seeing the results uh, from that, we need to keep our patient hat on uh, and uh, allow enough data to come in to communicate. But yes. without enough data points, we can't jump to too many conclusions too quickly, sounds like, is the takeaway. Well, and, uh, and, I'll, and I'll even tell you something else that's really personal about that, is that uh, I'm sure people are going to kind of, you know, put their hands <laughs> against their forehead or, or call me a loser or what you will. Um, I am a big proponent of making sure that everything gives a fair shake. And I'm also guilty of destroying opportunities for our company to gain some revenue because I told the prospective client that, hey, I know you've been working with another agency and it's only been this much time or you've only spent this much money. I don't know that you can tell me that it's not working yet. And by and large have convinced the client the prospective client to give it more time, but I, you know that's only fair. I recognize so that. So just I, to be clear, when when uh, when a prospective client is working with another agency, they're not happy with the results that they're getting from that agency. They tell you the story. You've said, "I don't think I don't think you've given them a fair shot and the yeah. campaign a fair shot. You need to wait longer." 
It's painful to move. Sure. And I'm not thinking for me, it's always fun to get a new client. Oh, yeah, no question. Love it. But from the client's perspective, in their shoes, I was trying to put myself in their shoes. What a, what a hassle to have to always oh, regurgitate yeah. and re-research and get all this information to pass on to the new place and then get new people acclimated with the details of your business, yeah, et cetera. Nice. So, yeah, I've, I've been guilty even this year a handful of times telling people, I would love to help you, Don't but I wonder if it's going to be... Don't yeah, leave. It's going to be premature if you come to me and you're going to have the same frustrations with me. So give your agency some time. Mm. Mm, so to the other agencies out there, you're, you're welcome. <laughs> you owe me a commission. <laughs> yeah, you, you, can buy me, you can buy me a drink later. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, we're go, we'll, we'll wrap up this section. We'll, uh, we'll call this part one of a two-part series, as we mentioned. We'll, uh, we'll be back for part two here in just a little while. But great to be with you, as always. Appreciate the 14 years of experience. And, 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 and what's interesting is, is, again, just because you might have uh, someone might have a degree, a freshly minted degree from the latest university teaching SEO or Google AdWords or social media marketing or just because you have a degree doesn't give you the time-tested experience that can, can kind of generate a lot of these lessons and a lot of these principles that you're talking about. So appreciate your, your experience. So great to be with you guys once again. As always, be sure to uh, like and subscribe and share uh, if, you've, uh, if you've enjoyed this particular podcast episode be sure to like subscribe and share with those that you care most about invite them to join us and we'll look forward to seeing you right back here once again on marketing the minds see you guys